KTSA Newsflash. The Bear County Elections Department is reporting brisk business in mail-in ballots. As of yesterday, 45,000 mail-in ballots have been received, almost half the 99,000 ballots that have been sent to voters. That's more than the total number of mail-in ballots that were cast in Bear County in either the two most recent elections in 2016 and 2018. Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf says bars can reopen, but it probably won't happen until early next week. We have to do paperwork. We have to provide the uh, actual emergency order. Now, bars will be able to reopen at 50% capacity with several COVID-19 restrictions, including a mask requirement, social distancing, and no congregating indoors while waiting for a table. After a weekend protest, including prominent Texas Republicans against the governor's policy to not completely reopen the state, Greg Abbott told KTSA's Jack Riccardi the state is leading the national reopening effort. We need to understand that Texas really uh, is as open as any state in the United States. Currently, most businesses are operating at 75 percent capacity, with bars reopening in some counties at 50 percent capacity. Abbott said data will continue to drive the state's reopening push. Kids in eight Texas school districts have the chance to take part in a new test. It's not an academic one, but instead a COVID one. Rapid coronavirus tests are being made available to eight school districts in the El Paso area. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says results will be ready in 15 minutes and with parental consent, kids will know if they have it. The state of Texas now has the ability uh, to conduct 100,000 15-minute rapid tests per day uh, to identify whether or not COVID exists. We're told nasal swabs are used for the antigen tests, cost $5 each and are about the size of a credit card. Watering rules are coming back. Saws says stage one water restrictions will be back in effect tomorrow. Stage one limits outdoor watering with a sprinkler irrigation system before 11 in the morning and after 7 in the evening. Only once per week, your permitted, your permitted watering day is based on the last digit of your address. Saws says the unseasonably hot temperatures and lack of rain have led to a decrease in the Edwards Aquifer water level. CEOs of Twitter and Facebook may soon receive subpoenas from the Senate Judiciary Committee. Texas Senator Ted Cruz says Twitter is blocking the sharing of New York Post stories about Joe Biden's son, Hunter. This is election interference, and we are 19 days out from an election. It has no precedent in the history of democracy. The Senate panel is scheduled to vote Tuesday on whether to subpoena the CEOs of Twitter and Facebook. The nation's top diplomat says it's time to reopen the northern and southern borders to non-essential travel. The borders to Mexico and Canada have been largely closed since March 21st. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he hopes to see them reopen quickly. We're working with the Mexican government to identify what that would look like, how we make sure that we do it right and keep people safe. But we appreciate we were able to keep the commercial traffic open. That was a godsend. Frankly, President Trump led the charge on that. It kept our economy in a better place. Secretary Pompeo says they're also working to end travel restrictions to other countries, but they'll make those decisions on a case-by-case basis. Jeremy Foster, ABC News, Phoenix. A Texas billionaire has been charged in the biggest tax evasion case in U.S. history. For 20 years, federal prosecutors said Bob Brockman dragged $2 billion through a complex web of offshore companies, secret bank accounts, and backdated records to skirt taxes, conceal assets, and launder money. Brockman used secret bank accounts in Bermuda and Switzerland to hide his untaxed income and to launder the proceeds of his investor fraud. U.S. Attorney David Anderson said Brockman, a 79-year-old tech billionaire from Houston, used the code name PERMIT in encrypted emails as part of a scheme that the IRS said should disgust every American. Aaron Katursky, ABC News. A train conductor made a gruesome discovery as he was trying to figure out why his train came to a stop shortly after it began moving. The train was being coupled with another train and had stopped across Pine Street just after 12.30 Thursday morning. The engineer started to move forward, but the train went into emergency mode and stopped. As the conductor was looking into why, he discovered a body under the train. 
Police say it appears the man was riding his bike and chose to go under the stop train instead of around it, but the train began to move forward and he was crushed. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. No charges are expected to be filed. Don Morgan, KTSA News. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott is all smiles in a video thanking fans and friends for their support and prayers following his horrific ankle injury. Just ready to start this road to come back. I know this is this little adversity is just going to be another uh, another chapter in the book. Uh, and I'm excited to move forward and write it. Prescott was on his way to see the doctor after undergoing surgery Sunday night to fix a compound fracture and dislocated right ankle. He was injured in the third quarter of the Cowboys' win over the New York Giants. The latest coronavirus run on products, not toilet paper or disinfectants. Here in Texas, the new shortage is measured in rounds. People are buying out ammunition and gun stores are having trouble keeping it in stock. And Chris Mayhall, who owns Intrepid Shooting Sports in Fort Worth, says his shelves could be stripped within an hour of stocking them. People being worried and the anxiety behind that, I, I think, is driving people towards firearms because it makes people feel safe. Mayhall adds that regardless of who wins the White House next month, demand will still be up, whether it's concerns about limited gun rights or unrest in the streets. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks closed lower. The Dow fell 20 points. The S&P 500 gave up five and the Nasdaq closed down 55. The markets pulled back as optimism that Congress can deliver another round of economic relief dims and new data shows another weekly surge in the number of Americans filing for jobless benefits. The government's latest weekly tally of unemployment claims shows just how much the pandemic has hobbled the economy, fueling the recession, which erupted seven months ago. The Labor Department says first-time jobless claims Claims rose last week to 898,000, an historically high number, which underscores a slowdown in hiring. The economy is still roughly 10.7 million jobs, short of the 22 million jobs that were lost when the pandemic struck in early spring. Barnes & Noble says the personal information of its shoppers may have been stolen after its computer systems were hacked. Shoppers' email addresses, names, phone numbers, and list of books they bought may have been affected, but likely not credit card information. Daria Albinger, ABC. News. KTSA AccuWeather. Cloudy and windy with a shower tonight, low 55 in the hill country to 60 along the Riverwalk. Breezy with a shower in the morning Friday, otherwise clouds and sun, high 70, and partly sunny for Saturday, high 81. This is Andy Robb with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Dennis Foley. Get news around the clock and 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online at KTSA.com.